Hello and welcome to the Mama Culture. This is a place for you to be supported, inspired, and resourced on your unique journey through motherhood. I'm your host, Corey Zorns, a fellow mama, here to bring you information and wisdom on parenting, wellness, personal growth, and everything in between so you can thrive as a modern mama. So grab your favorite warm drink, settle in, and get ready for relatable, honest, and empowering conversations about the most important job in the world. This is the Mama Culture. Hello, mamas. I have just gotten back from a three-week trip to America for the holidays, and I am back in Bali dealing with a little bit of jet lag, but doing my absolute best to knock this out. And before becoming a mama, I was traveling the world full-time. I was running retreats internationally all around the world. I was using LA as a home base, and I was hopping from country to country. And with that experience, I got pretty freaking good at traveling and just making it easier because there's a lot of hacks that can go into traveling and getting on planes and getting in new time zones. So I'm super excited to share some of my top tips. And since I just did a huge trip across the world, I spent one week with my family in Hawaii, one week in Vegas, one week in California, and just got back um, one day ago. So it's all super fresh in my mind. I've been writing down ideas as I've been traveling, and I combined everything into my nine tips that you truly need to know if you are traveling, whether it's by yourself or especially if it's with your family, but just things that will make your life easier and your travel smoother, and hopefully you can just feel good because it is the worst when you're traveling somewhere for a vacation or to see family and you have to deal with not feeling well and your body swelling and just being out of sorts. So of course, I mean, I am feeling a little bit of jet lag right now. I feel pretty good. I just went to Pilates class. I'm like back in my routine. I'm getting a massage after this. So it's going to happen. You're going to feel some stuff as you travel, but to feel as best as you possibly can. So when you do travel, you can just show up and have the best time and be in presence and be in joy or be with your family. And then when you get home, so you can get back into your life and into your routine. So with that, let's just jump right in with the nine tips. The first tip is get your body ready. This is such an important one. You want to feel best in your body before you travel. So there are things I do before I even get on the airplane and I start these things days ahead of time. Often these are things in my normal life, in my daily routine, but before travel, they're even more important. And one of them is hydrating. I do extra hydration before traveling. On this last trip, I was actually drinking hydrogen water, which I've been learning about recently, and it helps hydrate your body on a deeper level, helps heal your body, helps detox your body. So I was doing hydrogen water. I often add a little Celtic sea salt or Himalayan salt into my water. But just before getting on a plane, I do extra hydration. The next one is working out. I am always moving my body, going to Pilates, going to yoga just every day, but especially before traveling. I just make sure that I'm doing some yoga and feeling in my body and feeling good so I'm not stiff because sitting on a plane for 24 hours with a toddler like I just did, it can do a lot to your body. So I really try to get my body open and flexible and feeling really good. The next one is sauna and cold plunge. I love to do cold plunge pre-travel, post-travel. I feel like it just wakes your body up on a cellular level. So if you can fit in sauna and cold plunge before you travel or after, 
The next one is just green juices and healthy food and anything that really makes me feel alive and like I'm thriving. So getting my body ready, these are all things I do before I even step on the plane. I start thinking of them days before travel and I'm like, how can I feel great? Where am I at my cycle? What does my body need on a nutrient level? What foods would really support me? So I'm not eating pizza the day before I travel. I want to eat foods that make me feel really amazing. I don't eat processed foods or salts before I travel. So these are all things that I think about. So I can feel amazing once I jump on the plane because if your body is in the right space, you will travel so much smoother. Okay, number two, pack like a minimalist. We did a really good job of this heading to America. My whole family for three weeks of a trip, we packed in one suitcase and I was like, you guys, I really want to go home as a minimalist. And it worked really well. We came back with a lot more. I'll get into that on another note. Like anything that you don't need, anything that does not bring you joy, anything, if there's an outfit that you're not so excited by, leave it behind. It's so easy to overpack. It's so easy to bring everything and stuff it on your suitcase. And then you get to your destination, you don't even unpack it. So try to pack as light as possible. I feel like this is one of the most important ones. And it just makes traveling easier because you don't feel weighed down by so much stuff. And also when you're packing, you can roll your clothes, you can pack in packing cubes. So packing like a minimalist and getting organized makes you feel so much more free and light as you travel. And to pack like a minimalist, some tips that were really helpful is, first of all, we borrowed a lot of stuff for the baby when we got home. We had friends and family that let us use stuff from their babies. We had people that let us use car seats and strollers. We had people that helped us out with warm clothes for the baby. So if you do know people where you are going, it's so nice to just borrow stuff for your children. And anything that we didn't have, we Amazon purchased it and then had it waiting for us when we arrived. And there are some things that I miss living here in Bali, like some supplements and some protein powders. So I just had those waiting at the house when we got there. But honestly, you don't need that much clothes when you travel. I would rather have outfits that can mix and match and go together well and bring less pieces. And then when you're there, if you want to shop and buy new things, you can always do that. If your checked bags get lost, which can happen, make sure ahead of time you have outfits and necessities that your family needs in your carry-on. So we had pretty well-stocked carry-ons with all the necessities for our whole family extra outfits, especially while traveling with a baby, you need extra outfits for the entire travels. But we had all that in our carry-on just in case our bags did get lost. So number two, pack like a minimalist, pack light and keep it organized. It helps when you get there to just unpack and see what you have and feel free when you get there. Number three is stock up on food and snacks. I try as best as possible not to eat anything at the airport and on the airplane. Sometimes I'll eat on the airplane. We had a really nice flight there and back. We flew first class. They had pretty yummy food, so I had a couple bites on the way back. But mostly, I will avoid eating any airplane food because it doesn't make me feel amazing. Oftentimes, it feels like more processed and more salt, and I just don't know the ingredients. So I truly pack up on so much food and snacks that makes me happy. All the things that I think I'll crave, all the things that I think I'll want, I pack it into my carry-on and have an entire bag just dedicated to snacks. Some snacks that pack really well, one is cooked sweet potatoes, and you can drizzle a little olive oil or a little Himalayan salt on it. Vegan sushi packs really well. Nuts, 
beef jerky, dark chocolate. I love making homemade muffins or homemade cookies. For this last travels, I made really good oatmeal blueberry cookies that had flax seeds and just a bunch of good superfoods in it. So I brought those on the travels. Sometimes I'll bring fruit leathers or like healthy gummy bears. So I try to watch what I pack. I try not to bring anything too processed. I watch my salt intake and I try to bring food that has extra protein in it. Sometimes I'll even bring different protein powders that I can just easily mix into water or beverage. So stocking up on food and snacks. Another little plain hack while I'm on that one is if you are traveling with a baby under two, they let you bring liquids past security. <laughs> so on both ways, literally we brought three bottles of water because we just had our good hydrogen water. And the security's like, what is all this water for? And we're like, oh, it's for the baby. And he's like, you have the most hydrated baby I've ever seen. But regardless, they let you take it because you have a baby. So we brought a ton of water with us. And I also brought homemade almond milk because I love having a coffee, whether it's regular or decaf, but I like flying with a nice coffee and bringing my own almond milk. So I brought that too. And I'm like, oh, milk for the baby. So if you do have a little one, you can bring some liquids through the plane. You have to stay there for the baby. So yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> and again, the next one is moving your body and exercising while you're on the plane. So I am always getting up. First of all, I hydrate so much on the plane as well that I have to pee all the time, but I'm always getting up, walking around the plane, moving around. I will go into the bigger areas by the bathrooms and I will do squats and lunges and move my body and do some breath. And it really just helps my body transition as I'm flying. Back in the day when I used to fly, if I had a 24-hour travels, I would get there and my toes were swollen and I wouldn't feel good. And now with these protocols, with limiting salt, having the right foods and exercising on the plane, I never have this ever. So some things for plane exercise. And you can also do this in the waiting room when you're waiting to get on the plane. Bringing a yoga ball is really nice and like rolling out the bottom of your feet. You can do yoga in the waiting room. Again, squats, rolling your ankles, putting your feet up the wall if there's space and you're not aggravating the person that's sitting in front of you. If there's enough space to put your feet up the wall somewhere, it really helps with blood flow. You can also do compression socks, keeping your body moving and active before you get on the plane, in the waiting room, on the plane will help just stagnate blood and energy in your body. Number five, bringing a wellness travel kit. So all the essential wellness items that make you feel good. So for me, that is essential oils. I love flying with lavender and peppermint. I tend to get a little like woozy in cars and just when I'm flying, I feel like a little stuffy. So peppermint oil is the absolute best for that. And if you want to sleep on an airplane, lavender oil is super nice. I also bring my favorite eye mask and noise canceling headphones. If you want, you can wear glasses. If you know Dave Asprey, he's a big fan of glasses that block out junk light. There's so much junk light at the airport on the airplane that messes with your melatonin and your sleep cycles. So there are glasses that block out all of that junk light. Bringing tea, herbs, supplements that make you feel amazing, natural hand sanitizer. And if you want to go to the extreme, there's also, I saw these outfits, these sweaters and blankets that actually block radiation because there is a lot of radiation when you are flying through the air. So I haven't gone this far yet. I would love to probably get some great ones, but having a radiation blanket or sweatshirt that blocks out 
all of the signals that go through your body when you're flying. So whatever it is for you, whatever excites you, but having your own wellness travel kit that you bring with you every single time so you know exactly what's in it, exactly what you like to bring, and just having that travel kit be your go-to when you're on the road, when you're in the sky is super nice and super comforting. Number six, grounding in when you land. So when I land, it took us actually 40 plus hours to get to Bali to Hawaii because first we had a 24-hour journey to LA. We had a quick overnight in LA and then the next morning we flew to Hawaii. It was 40 plus hours to get to Hawaii. And the first thing I want to do when I get somewhere is really ground in. So the first thing I want to do when I land somewhere is truly ground in. And some really easy tips for that is putting your feet in the grass, getting sunshine in your eyes, being out in nature, going for a walk, and trying to get on a new sleep schedule as soon as possible. So I will try to wake up early. I'll try not to take naps. I'll try to go to bed once it's nighttime. So I'll try to transition to that time zone as soon as possible. And your meal times will also help you transition to that time zone. So the second you get to a new place, grounding in, grounding into that time zone, grounding into the earth there, grounding into nature there. I have my routine the second I land. If it's in the daytime, I'll drink morning salt water. I'll have my morning protein shake. I'll dry brush my body and meditate. I try to get my mindset and my body grounded into where I am as soon as possible. Number seven is supplement. So I take tons of supplements before I travel and when I land on the airplane. For this last trip, I was taking glutathione with CoQ10, vitamin C, magnesium, a mineral supplement. I had a bunch of adaptogens, mushrooms, herbs, collagen, ashwagandha, maca, my protein powders. So have all of the supplements, all of the proteins that you like to take. And I really like to dose up when I travel because I know my body could use the extra support. Number eight, book with points. If you are not using a credit card that helps you travel, and if you want to travel and bring your whole family around the world, it is such an advantage to get a good credit card that gives you travel points and start to book with points. We have flown home the last two Christmases with me, my partner, and our little one. He has been flying for free because he's still under two. But with our travel points, we were able to get first class for almost free. We were almost able to cover me and my partner's tickets fully with our points. And everything we spend throughout the year, we put on our credit cards that give us good points. The credit card I use is the Chase Sapphire Reserve, which I absolutely love. And I'll give you a link if you do want to sign up for it. You get 60,000 bonus points when you sign up, which is like $600 of travel. The yearly fee for this card is a lot. But if you are a traveler, if your family is a travel family, then this is a card that will truly help you travel around the world and get tons of points and tons of benefits. So the another option, if you don't want to book with points, is to have a preferred airline partner and start to build credibility with that partner so you can get upgrades and you can get benefits. I think that takes a while, but I truly recommend and truly love booking with points. And there's other credit cards as well. Chase has other credit cards. There's credit cards for specific airlines. When I was traveling around the world a ton, I had four different credit cards for airlines because it was really supporting me at that time. Now, being a mama, we just do a couple international trips a year. So just the Chase Sapphire Reserve is what helps me. But look into booking with points. Look into credit cards that can help you. It's like hacking the system, being able to get upgrades and travel for free. And I truly think everyone should take advantage of this. 
Okay, the last one. Number nine is keep the little ones happy. And it doesn't have to take that much. We didn't do screen time. We didn't have all these toys, but we find ways to keep them entertained, healthy, and happy. Just like I want to keep myself healthy and myself feeling good. I find ways to keep him moving. I find ways to get really good food in his body. I bring snacks and foods that I know he will like. I put them in little small containers so he can help himself to different things. I get creative with toys. I think I packed two toys on our 24 plus hour travel because I know he's going to want to find things to play with that are not his toys. So we just get really creative. Another friend of mine said that on her last flight, she did a toy swap with another family, which I love. So if there are other families, other children, can you swap toys? How can you support each other? Some things that were fun for us to bring is like tape, having tape and taping around the airplane or post-it notes. Um, These are like little fun things that are so simple and might already be in our bags, but they find so much joy out of. Another tip for keeping little ones happy is having turns as parents. So instead of both of you always trying to be there and support, take turns. So one of you can just relax, check out, have a moment for yourself, and the other one can dive all in and be super present and entertain and find ways to spark creativity. Another thing on the note of keeping little ones happy is also supporting their sleep. River slept a ton on the flights. I think because we co-sleep, because we breastfeed on demand, it's super easy to fly together. If he is glued to me, if he has some milk, he's the happiest little one ever. But one thing that was really important was having a hat and having a shield when he sleeps because airports, again, have so much bright light, so much junk light that I wanted to make the environment as peaceful as possible when he slept. I brought his favorite blanket. I brought his hat. I brought comfortable clothes for him. So keeping your little ones happy and healthy is so important and it makes your life easier. So those are the nine tips. They're pretty simple. They're all so easy to implement and they can all create such a difference in the way that you travel. I also asked my partner for some bonus tips and here's some tips that he gave me. One was Vaseline up the nose. He learned that a lot of times when the nose gets dry, it can crack inside and that is when people get sick and don't feel good. So if you keep your nose moist, it can help with that. I didn't use Vaseline on this last flight, but I did have papa. It's like Vaseline, but all natural. And I put a little bit of that in my nose and I actually really liked it. It's kind of weird when you're putting it in your nose, you got to do that kind of sneakily, but I really liked it because it felt really moist when I was breathing. So I do love that tip. Another one that he said, I didn't do this one, but he said a surgical mask when you're sleeping. So your throat doesn't get dry. Again, talking about keeping your nose and your throat moist because airplanes are so dry and things are moving around. That's often how people get sick. So if you want to sleep, with a mask on just to keep everything moist. Another tip he said was grandma socks and fluffy socks, which I love. Again, just being comfortable. Like what clothes makes you feel amazing? What fluffy socks make you feel amazing? And the last tip he said was look good. Don't look like a bum. And I think this is true. I think when you're traveling and you look good and you feel good, I think it's easier to ask for upgrades. It's easier to get what you need and you'll feel good. So there is a good tip to looking good. I heard if you want to get upgrades and you want to talk to the check-in staff about getting upgrades, I heard if you look good, it really helps if you're wearing nice clothes. So those are the tips. A couple little last things I learned just as I'm settling back home into Bali was even as we packed as minimalist, even though my family only brought one suitcase, I still felt like we brought more clothes than we needed. So I just want to emphasize that one again. 
The second thing I learned from this last trip is we were not prepared to bring back as much as we brought back. We had so many gifts. We had friends wanting us to bring back stuff for them. We brought back like a giant extra suitcase plus an extra box because people had us bring back like helmets and proteins and supplements. So be prepared to bring stuff back if you're traveling, especially for the holidays and to see family. And the last one, which I find so important because me and my partner are going through this right now, plan for post-travel come down. So we traveled for three weeks with family and moving around and going from here to there. And me and my partner had the most amazing time ever. And we were so good. We didn't fight. We were so connected. And we really had a plan ahead of time to be this way. We came together before the travels and we really reminded ourselves, we are a team. It's me and you, you and me against the world. And I feel like when you travel and you are that connected to your partner, everything else is that much smoother because you feel like a solid team. So we did a really good job of preparing ourselves before travel, but we kind of forgot the come down after travel. So we had these three weeks of beautiful travel. We come home and it's funny because the same thing happened last year where we come home and we start to pick a fight with one another. And I think we're just both tired. We're both coming down from travel. We're both just going in between two different worlds of America and Bali and leaving family and settling back into ourselves. And it's such an easy time to not feel good or to pick a fight or to be overly tired. So a huge thing I learned from this last trip is I would have planned like a two-day come down for us where we had time to connect. We had no plans. We had time to rest. We scheduled a massage and time to connect and a dinner. I would have just planned several days for us to be together and it to feel and be easy. So that is definitely a big lesson from this last trip to just plan for time for us to integrate once we come back home. Don't just jump back into things. Don't just jump back into your flow. Don't start a fight with your partner. Plan spaciousness. Plan rest. Plan a day or two to get back to yourself and your routine before you jump into things. So I hope these tips are helpful. I so believe flying around the world, having adventures, going on airplanes can be easeful for families, can be fun for families. And it's such an exciting way to connect and to bring our little ones to see the world. And I just think travel and adventure is such an important part of life. So I hope this makes your travels smoother. I hope this inspires you to get out there, go see things, go do things, say yes to things. And I always love to connect. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I am always here to be a part of this mama village. This is why I created this podcast. This is why I'm here to connect mamas, to keep us feeling healthy and loved and vibrant. So thank you so much for being here and I will see you soon. All right, mama, thank you for tuning in. I am sending you so much support and love on your journey through motherhood. Remember, you are not alone in this beautiful, wild, and sometimes challenging journey of motherhood. This is your village. Please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share this with anyone else that you think would benefit. Take care, mama, and I will see you next week. Thank you for being part of the mama culture.